listening to the Bible 126 show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How do we keep our sons' hearts, our daughters' hearts, young men and young women's hearts from folly in the midst of a day and age like this one? Uh, Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God love you. Thank you. I am extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources I need, and that decision is just between me and my doctors. How do we how do we do that when when we're making disciples in the midst of an age that is characterized by absolute folly? Everybody has pronouns. Like you may use he and him as your pronouns, right? I use they and them as my pronouns. We all may have a certain gender pronoun too, but I think it's important for people to understand that for trans and non-binary people, we often change our pronouns to reflect who we are when we come out and be who we are. Don't don't buy the lie. I used to wonder what in the world the reprobate mind could be, but we're living in the middle of it. It is insane. It is irrational. It is ridiculous. A lot of people are really confused about gender identity in these times, and it's good for us to have these conversations so people open their minds and relearn and unlearn to what we've been taught. You have a president who is a Roman Catholic and who is advocating the insanity at the third level of divine judgment as if this is normal. We continue to speak out about the basic fundamental rights of all human beings. It's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. We go from sodomy to homosexual to gay. We go from pedophile to minor attracted person. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Man. Talk about calling good evil and evil good. What is happening in our country and largely in our world is a divine judgment. I just want you to mark that in your mind. It is a divine judgment. Joe Biden is not in charge of this. God is. So I feel very, very strongly that, uh, that you should have every single solitary right, including, including use of your gender identity bathrooms in public. Thank you. God has let them have a reprobate mind. So when you see all of this transgender activity and when you see them want to make laws to protect transgender identity and you know it is absolute and total and utter insanity, you know we've reached the reprobate mind. People can't think reasonably, which means there's no way back to sanity. There's no way back. 
There was a time in this country a majority of people understood who God is to a degree and that instilled in them a certain level of reverence, a barrier, a line if you will, which this country would not dare to cross. Most people had a general idea of what is right and wrong. Many people had enough light and knowledge to know that the life of an unborn infant is precious. People understood what a man was and what a woman was. There was a sense of justice instilled in the heart of this nation, echoing throughout the entire world the words in God we trust. The United States of America, the greatest country in the world, the heart of the economy of the world, the best seminaries are in these United States of America. Some of the best books are written by American authors, some of the best thinkers, philosophers, the leading nation in healthcare and scientific discoveries. If there is a nation that God has smiled upon, it is surely this nation. But for the past 30 years, this great and flourishing nation has gone down the path of immorality, down the path of destruction down the path of no return. I can, as it were, see the writing on the wall of this nation and the inscription spells out judgment. God has weighed this nation on his moral scale and it came up empty. This is a nation morally and spiritually bankrupt and empty. Empty of the fear of the Lord. Empty of compassion for the innocent in the womb. Empty of understanding. A nation claiming to be wise and full of knowledge, wealth, influence, and yet it is depraved and bound in darkness. There is an agenda that is currently being rolled out for everyone to accept the lies of Satan. Many so-called Christians have already accepted and bought into the lies. That's why you have gay Christians, queer pastors, and homosexual churches. If you don't accept the current norms, if you don't play along, then you are automatically labeled a bigot and a racist, deserving of nothing less than to be canceled. Same-sex marriage, homosexual marriage, it's not that anymore. What is it now? Marriage equality. And all of these terms are designed to do the same thing. Number one, they're designed to disarm you. And number two, they're designed to make you sound like a wicked, evil person if you're against them. Right? The question is, will you compromise? I would rather die a nobody than to compromise my faith in Jesus Christ. I would rather have Jesus Christ than all the silver and gold that this world could offer. When the president of the most powerful nation in the world sits across from a transgender woman and congratulates him on an act that God clearly spells out as damning, you can be certain that we're not simply approaching a dark time. We are living in the middle of darkness. Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love it. Uh, thank you. This is what happens when a nation rejects God and then God turns his back on them. These are the days of Noah and we walk among the generation of Lot. People are partying, drinking, and living their quote-unquote best life now. They do not care about nothing else but self and the satisfaction thereof. We live in Babylon where corruption runs rampant and Babylon has fallen and abandoned by God. There is a voice in the wilderness, as it were, crying out with a loud voice, repent of your sins, turn away from your evil ways, stop from your bloodthirst and lustful passions, turn away from them and look to God. 
but this nation does not listen. No one listens, not even one. No one does good. No one looks to Christ. God is calling the youth of this nation to repentance. God has appointed a day for final judgment. Though he is a long-suffering and loving and a patient God, he is also a righteous, just, and holy God. He will by no means in his righteousness and justice and holiness leave any sin unpunished. Everything that is evil to be embraced has been embraced at every level in our society. The last frontier was the White House to publicly accept and fully approve of evil now they have. So I ask this question, how are believers supposed to live in an insane world that calls evil good and good evil? Two things. One, clear and unambiguous warnings. That's number one. We have to give clear, concise, unambiguous warnings. And those have to be given based on our appreciation for the danger of the folly that we face. We, we see those in the text, by the way. If you look at the text, there's three of them. In verse 10, my son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. That's clear. That's unambiguous. Do not consent. And then look at verse 15. The other two warnings are there. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Do not consent. Do not walk in the way with them. And the last one, hold back your foot from their paths. Don't do this. First of all, do not consent. He gets to the heart of the matter. And the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart, right? Do not consent. Do not agree. Do not be enticed by them. Do not consent. Secondly, do not walk. That means don't partner. Don't partner. Don't consent. Don't don't agree intellectually. Don't let them have your mind. Don't don't buy the lie. And then secondly, definitely don't partner with them. Don't go with them. And then finally, don't emulate them. Don't be like them. The question is, will you compromise? There is a shift in the domain of darkness. The gloves are off. There is no need for subliminal messages anymore. Incest relationships are openly praised in TV shows and all kinds of deviant sexual behaviors are accepted and welcomed. One would think that children in the greatest nation in the world are to be guarded and protected at all costs. However, major corporations such as Disney are working really hard to co-op their minds and dim their soul to sexual loss and deviant behaviors. The education system which is supposed to elevate, shape, and cultivate the mind of these children has introduced LGBTQ books as part of the education curriculum. This is evil. This is what happens when God abandons a nation. This culture and the society are all about what makes you happy. Who cares what the Bible says? Who cares what those seal Christians say? Who cares what God says? This is the reasoning of the world. It should not only 
be acceptable, but also a right for a man to marry another man. It shouldn't even be questioned if you want to live out the sinful passions of your heart. If it makes you happy, then proceed. Go ahead, indulge, get drunk, get wasted. After all, you only live once. That is the depraved, Christless, and God-rejecting thinking of the world. So I ask this question again, how are believers supposed to live in an insane world that calls evil good and good evil? How? How? How are we supposed to raise godly children in the senseless, depraved, and God-hating age? God has spoken in his word, and he says in Hebrews 9.27, it is appointed for men to die once, and after that comes judgment. What will you say on that day when you stand before the thrice holy and eternal God? What will you identify? identify as? A man born in the wrong body? A woman trapped in a man's body? What logic will you use before God Almighty on that day? The world forgets that there is a day appointed for every man to die and after which they will appear before God to give a truthful account of who they truly are and what they have done in this body. The Apostle John says in Revelation, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. I saw the dead, great and small standing before the throne and the books were opened and the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And those who rejected Jesus Christ, mocked God and lived according to their fleshly desires will be judged accordingly. What a frightening sight. On that day of judgment, the justice of God will be meted out with perfect impartiality. There will be no lying, no cheating, no loopholes, no favoritism whatsoever because God's sees all and knows all from beginning to end. The book of Hebrews says it is a terrible thing to fall under the hands of the living God. There is a voice in this wilderness of immorality, in this pool of debauchery and worldly pleasures, crying out to this nation, repent of your sin for the wrath of God is at hand. Turn away from your sinful ways and run to Christ. There may be no hope for this nation, but there is hope for you in Christ Jesus. You cannot fight God and you will never outrun death. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is the way. And at this moment, I'd like to kindly extend an invitation to you to subscribe to the channel if you love and appreciate our content and help us share the videos and spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if this is your first time on the channel and you made it this far in the video, well, thank you for watching. I hope to see you in our next video with Loving Christ, John Henry with the Gospel of Christ.